Hello, it's me, Jesse, jumping in before the episode starts. Two quick things. First, if you're listening to this in the free feed, you'll hear it fade out not too long into the episode. That's because we are giving you a tantalizing taste of a 43-minute-long premium episode, a harrowing tale of vans and online harassment and interpersonal dysfunction that you're definitely going to want to hear in full. Go to blockdownreported.org to sign up. If you're already a primo, I am literally saluting you right now. Thank you for your service. Second, an update on our upcoming tour. Yes, we are going on tour, and it's insane. We have sold out our October 29th show at the Arlington Cinema and Draft House in Arlington, Virginia, so we added a second later show. Doors 9.30 p.m., showtime 10 p.m. This will be the end of the tour. We will be tired and strung out and drunk and disinhibited. It's likely to be a very entertaining train wreck. Moving backwards from there, our October 25th show at the Village Underground in New York City is also sold out. Thank you so much. We're not going to be able to add a second NYC show, unfortunately, not this time around. But apparently, if you show up at the venue, they hold some tickets in reserve for whoever is in line first. Unfortunately, we can't tell you how many, but if you want to take a crack at that, go for it. Finally, and most importantly, there are a number of tickets left for our October 24th show in my hometown at Laugh Boston. We would love to get as close as possible to selling that one out because that would mean we sold out the entire tour, which would help us out a great deal as we attempt to expand more into live events, including a potential West Coast tour next year. So if you haven't bought tickets yet and would like to come see us live in Boston, please do so as soon as possible. You'll see links to both shows where there are remaining tickets, the Arlington Late one and the Boston one, in the show notes. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Katie, you know who this premium episode is not sponsored by? Uh, who? BetterHelp? Zencaster. <laughs> We have had some major technical issues. Can, should we just complain about it for the people for a little while? Is that what yeah, they're Yeah, this will make very entertaining content. It's like hearing what your dad tried to use a okay. DVD player. I, I do want to complain about this. So the system that we use to talk to each other is called Zencaster. And they had a very like aesthetically pleasing, very simple platform when we started doing this podcast two years ago. And because everybody has to fucking improve everything, they, like, made it fancier, like, video and colors and backgrounds. And it is impossible to use. Just go back to the old way, fuckers. Come on. Go back to the old ways when men were men. (laughs) Women couldn't get married to one another. (laughs) Women couldn't vote. It's been so, they just had like a perfectly fine, and to be fair, we hadn't had issues for a while. We're now giving Squadcast a whirl. Somebody remind me in 13 days to cancel the free trial you so should, we can figure out what You to should do. put a, a notice on your uh, your calendar for that, Jesse. There's no fucking way you're going to remember. I started to tell Alexa to set a reminder, then I re- remembered my Alexa's not set up in here because I took her somewhere for a few days. You take me and Alexa had a few days out of town. You take her with you when you travel? <laughs> no, sometimes I take one of the little ones because if you're in like a, it's just actually very nice to have. How many Alexas do you have? Does she know that you have more than one of her? Oh, they can hear one another. They talk do to they one talk? another sometimes. I have one big one and two little ones. Oh, it's a family. This is something I will never purchase. I'm not too, like, generally too paranoid about technology listening to me. And I think oftentimes, like, you know, you'll have a conversation about something and then it'll show up on your phone. Like, I think there's usually pretty good reasons for that, that besides the fact that your phone is listening to you. But Alexa is too far for me. I am not letting that bitch into my house. I mean... Yeah, it's probably a horrible idea, but at this point, the cat's out of the bag in terms of information. I um, My favorite example of people preferring the old ways is the one genuine academic in the extended single family um, 
is working on a book and he wanted to send it to me, he had to snail mail it to me because he insists WordPerfect 5, I think it was, no. was the last decent word processor. <laughs> and he uses DOS. He does not use Windows because I guess it's not fully compatible with this version of WordPerfect. So he had to snail mail me uh, a book chapter that I'm looking forward to reading. But that, can you imagine not having access to like normal email to send people documents? He doesn't use email? He uses email, but his because he uses WordPerfect on a DOS machine, I guess you can't send that via email. That does sound very academic. Anyway, there's a lot going on in the world. The most important thing is uh, our technical difficulties. Second most important thing is Keffels, which we will have our next podcast about. The third most important thing is what we're here to discuss. Yeah, Jesse, as you know, I have recently made some major life changes. I have pivoted from being a podcaster merely back in the back in the closet. Back in the closet. Merely being a podcast host to being a podcast host slash van life hashtag van life influencer. How is that process going? Jesse, not good. Not good. I uh, I took the van out for my inaugural camping trip. I decided to try to find a camp spot, a campsite uh, at 6 p.m. on the Sunday of Labor Day weekend. You will be absolutely shocked to find out that there were no camp spots, campsites available at 6 p.m. on Sunday of oh, Labor Day. I mean, how, how could you have known? Labor Day is the day, if my understanding is correct, everyone is hard at work. It's Labor Day. That's what no I thought. No one's out vacationing, yeah. That's what I thought. But yes, uh, so at my first uh, my first excursion out in the van lasted for about an hour. Uh, also, we were planning – my wife was going to like make dinner in the van. This is like a, a, a prep trip, a trial for – we're taking a big road trip and this was the trial for the road trip. And, and um, my wife was going to make like a – what's it called? Like a Spanish omelet thing, like tortilla. What's it called? Tortilla. Yeah. Uh, she forgot the eggs. Um, so we ended up just like <laughs> leaving and going and getting burgers and going home and watching TV. That said – it is a good place to take naps. I have been enjoying taking naps in the van. And uh, something else good has come out of this new career of mine. And that is that I've been getting tips about hashtag van life influencers. And today we're going to talk about one of them. But first, you need to know a little bit about hashtag van life and the hashtag van life aesthetic. <laughs> do I, you said that so confidently. Do I? Do I really? <laughs> you do. You do. How much do you know about hashtag van life, Jesse? Well... Not zero. I've I have some weird YouTube habits. I've seen a few of people like Van Camp. I'm into the you because I'm a a soft little soy boy who is scared of everything. There's some like nature videos I like of like people who camp alone in like negative fifty degree heat or cold, and sometimes that takes place in like a van. But that's what happens in these videos. They just it's it's very um boring ruminative, ruminative and calming and as as marie you'll just see them like Shivering. crack open a can of tomatoes and then put it in a cooking pot and stir it for five minutes and then they stir it the other way for five minutes wow. and then they add salt for 30 seconds yeah this is explained so much about you okay so style. Th the best primer on hashtag van life comes from a 2017 new yorker article by rachel monroe uh who also wrote one of the early pieces on detransition uh fun fact Okay, so Monroe, she spent uh, some time on the road with a few hashtag van life influencers, and here's how, how she described it. There's a particular aesthetic. That's what I'm trying to get at. 
She wrote, scroll through the images tagged hashtag van life on Instagram, and you'll see plenty of photos that don't have much to do with the vehicles. Starry skies, campfires, women in leggings doing yoga by the ocean. Like the best marketing terms, van life is both highly specific and expansive. It's a one-world lifestyle signifier that has come to evoke a number of contemporary trends, a renewed interest in the American road trip, a culture of hippie-inflected outdoorsiness, and a life free of the tyranny of the nine-to-five job. I think that captures the phenomenon really well. And van life has gotten even more popular since she wrote this piece in in 2017, in part, I think, because of COVID. Van life manages to make living in a car, which in other contexts would be called homelessness, seem carefree and bohemian and aspirational. And the photos have this sort of there's a van life aesthetic, and it's hard to describe. We'll post some some links in the image in the show notes so people can sort of tell what I'm talking about. But it's sort of glossy, right? And some of the vans that people live in like cost as much as a house. To be clear, my van did not cost as much as a house, but some of them are are like truly gorgeous. Can you tell how much? Tell me how much it costs, and we'll bleep it. You know, it wasn't that expensive except for the taxes. It really the taxes put me over. Um, So, but some of these vans are truly gorgeous, and they have showers, and they have tile backsplashes, and they have cedar flooring. And these photos that these hashtag van life influencers post make van life look truly fucking amazing. And there's a consistent aesthetic here, like in the photos on Instagram. Very common. The back doors to the van are open. And so you're looking out on like a gorgeous California beach as the sun is setting. And I'm starting to suspect the further I get into hashtag van life that all of these gorgeous parking spaces are just like filled with other van lifers and you can't sleep there. You can't park there overnight anyway. So people go and take these photos and then like actually sleep in a Walmart parking lot. (laughs) I really. They all, they all just spend the night in, in nice hotels because yeah. there's too many vans out and about. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of fucking vans. I have realized now that if you see a cargo van, like any sort of transit van uh, that has a California license plate, someone is probably living in it, um, unless it has like a Ken's plumbing on the side. Actually, in that case too, Ken might be living in it. But the photos make this look look truly great. So one of the more well-known hashtag van life influencers is Brianna Media. She built a following around pictures of her dogs in the van in the deserts of southern Utah. She started this around 2013. And the pictures are genuinely gorgeous and have gotten like prettier and prettier over time as her camera has improved, I, I think. And basically she posts this like constant wave of these beautiful outdoor excursions with her husband and her dogs, oftentimes canyoneering somewhere in, like, the Utah desert. This started out as weekend trips when they could get away, but she slowly turned this into a career and and went into full-time hashtag van life. So in 2016, she and her then-husband, Keith Media, they moved into their own van. It was this bright orange 1990 panel van that Definitely has been used to kidnap children by a prior owner. And no, those are white vans. Yeah, they are You're generally. Like, yeah, generally, yeah. But this one, like, you'll see pictures of it. You can tell. I, when I was growing up, my parents said if a stranger in a white van tries to get you to go in, don't. If the van is any other color, it was fine. Go for it. Yeah. I wonder if kids are still told that today. Like, if, if- <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> we live in an age where. That's almost quaint. Yeah. To try to defile a child in a van, given all the other easier ways you could, like, it's just like, you'd almost have to, like, pat the guy in the van on the head and be like, oh, like, yeah. don't you realize candy? you should be on, like, TikTok? You're using candy. candy? Yeah.